You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Okay, Pat, uh, we don't do a lot of previews here because it's, you know, it's podcast uh, world and sometimes previews can be outdated. But just, you know, the Wolves play the Sixers tonight. They're coming off three straight road wins on the West Coast, including a back-to-back. I I told Kyle, uh, Kyle Tige, my flagrant house co-host, and these guys, mm-hmm. I am out of the Wolves prediction business this season. This team is if they could lose five games to the Pistons. Just as easily as they yes. could beat the they could beat the Sixers by twenty points at home tonight. No idea. I I am uh, I am up on the uh, you know on the NBA this year because it is more unpredictable than it has been in years, in my opinion, and especially in the West. But yes, it it, it is frustrating when you when you tank one at home to Charlotte, and then you could go out and see the way they played on the road. After losing to a Golden State team that tried to give them the win, and then they uh, and then they win the next three out there, so they are totally unpredictable. And uh, here's what's astounding: I was exchanging uh, text this morning with a prominent uh, local journalist about how the the whole cat thing is just sailing right along. <laughs> We're just like it's just not a it, people just have forgotten it's not an issue really right now. So, uh, and the way Nas is playing, you know, it, it is true. Who cares? But uh, Jen and I were talking about this yesterday. Rudy is not good for Ant's game because Rudy brings the defense into the lane and it's taken away uh, Edward, Edward. Edward's offense hasn't been real great lately. And I think him not being able to get to the basket because Rudy's clogging up the lane has something to do with that. They're trying to move Rudy out of there more, but uh, uh, I, I don't know. That's that's part of the erratic uh, nature of this team is, uh, you know, who's going to make the shots for him. Right? Well, and then you have so, and, and, and it is it is working, you know, generally the last few games. But you've got uh, Conley and Kyle Anderson mesh really well with Rudy, mm-hmm. but Anthony Edwards seems to operate better, sort of as a as a point guard. Yes. Or at least a ball handler initiating offense. So you've got these. You're trying to figure out how these pieces fit together, and I don't know if they do yes. long term, but they are winning games right now. Yeah, and you are doing it on the fly. You're trying to figure out how to do this on the fly, and this is about the third, what about the third or fourth transition of what you're trying to do too. So it hasn't been easy for Finchie. Uh, that's that is for sure. Because okay, you had D'Lo. So what are we gonna? How are we gonna get the ball out of his hands and still make him? valuable and then you got rid of him and if he'd stayed he's hurt anyway so uh he wouldn't be playing Connolly, you know they they got Connolly to make rudy better but he hasn't he makes ant, ant worse offensively so it's it's a it's a quandary at all times but uh one thing about edwards is i, I don't think he lets it bother him and he keeps he keeps competing but you got to have a situation where he can get to the basket because he's one of the 
He's one of the great drivers I've ever seen. He never runs over anybody. He can go to that left hand like it's a, you know, he's ambidextrous going to the ball the basket. And uh, you got that's got to be available to him. And I don't know how you make it available to him, but but that has to be available to him. So, uh, Patrick, if, if all this stuff starts to uh, figure itself out, and it looks like at least some of this has, my question is this. How the hell do you, if if and when Cat comes back, what do you do? Like, I mean, he's a great player when he's playing; he can play. But, but like, what's the? This has taken so long now to get into a sink and into something that looks like it might actually work. What's the step of Cat? <laughs> I don't have any idea. Phil just said he's out of the Wolf's prediction business. I'm out of the Cat prediction business. <laughs> I have no idea. What the hell is going on with this guy? All I know is you can't tell us he's going to miss four to six weeks, and three months later he hasn't played a game. So there's, uh, you know, he has missed 45 consecutive games, and there's no indication that he's going to play another one any anytime soon. But then again, who knows? Maybe he'll pop up and play sometime in the next week so. yeah well I, and i don't know i, I just this is just uh me sleuthing around on instagram but uh i saw our guy jeff munichy who's he's now he's, he's yes. the vice president of fan experience been with been with the wolves for for 30 yes. years and apparently uh, some family of marvin harve was at the practice facility some descendants or i don't know if it was like a daughter yeah, sure. and some like a great grandkid and they were mm-hmm. at the practice facility kind of just touring around and there was a photo he posted of Carl Anthony Towns in practice gear, no leg brace or anything. So he is like they had some sort of light practice or workout yesterday. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he was involved, but he was definitely around and dressed for it. So, well, we'll see. That's that. Don't you? It has gotten so quiet. Don't you think he's getting ready to play here in a game or two? Don't you think? I mean, it's so quiet that well, it was. It was initially, it was initially his... going to be like a six-week thing, and then later on, they said it was yes. actually a grade three. Uh, it's yeah. the, the mystery has risen to the level now where I was I was listening through uh, Bill Simmons and Ryan Rosillo yesterday on their podcast, and like an hour into it, even they brought up like, "What? what where's Cat? What's happening? Why has there been like no information on his <laughs> yes. whereabouts? What's happening?" I it, in in modern sports, so it seems like as these things go quieter, then some they they kind of surprise you. And I I think he's going to play here in a week, but I you know then before the before the Marvin Harv relatives uh, spotted him, I, they 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 aren't telling you anything, so they don't want to get the anticipation up, right? They, in case he decides he he can't play anymore, but I got a hunch he's going to play. But what is he going to play? He comes back, he's going to play 10 minutes, right? Eight minutes. And he's going to be the, you know, he'll play behind Nas. He'll play behind Rudy. He'll uh, he'll come off the bench to start with. Oh, heavens, yes, I I would think. Because, you know, unless, you know, how they've been practicing, you know, people haven't seen him much at practice. So they haven't even been practicing together. And the, the whole team is somewhat new since he got hurt. Hey, hell, we were all younger when he got, you know, when he last played, we were all those were the days, weren't they? Yeah. yeah, those were the we Studebaker were was the big car. It was, great. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, I remember that Dodge Colt they had when he got to when he, got to when he stopped playing. That was a hell of a car. But what's, what is amazing to, to Judd's question, and I, again, I am not, I don't know what the hell is going to happen these last 18 games or whatever, zero yeah. clue. But you're, you have a third team, all NBA 
40% career three-point shooting unicorn that you're about to mm-hmm. plot back on this team, and it could either mm-hmm. blast the Wolves off to where <laughs> they, they, be, they get to this new level and Mike Conley is able to get everything to fit perfectly together and they make room for Anthony Edwards, and, it, and, it's, and you're adding this incredible piece to something that's going in the right direction. Or it could just make everything clunkier and derail you and you lose six straight games. And I have no idea which path it's going to go. Yeah, yeah, I don't have any. And he is one, he's a fascinating athlete in this market because his first, I looked it up, his first three, well, not his first three years, but his, his three years with our guy Tibbs, right? Yeah. 209 games counting the playoff they were in. He played 209. He played them all. Yeah. Now I suppose people could say that's why he strained his cap uh, four years later or something like that. But, and he always has said the right thing about Minnesota. It's never like, I want to get out of here. You know, it's a, he's mm-hmm. always said, I like it here. I like, yeah, it's, it, he's always said that. Even though we all get the impression in our heart, he'd love to be out of here and in a big market, but he never said that. He's never really gave us, Gave us that hint, but now he's never been. There's always been a skepticism about him. I think even with the people who wanted to be a fan of his, and uh, and now of course that skepticism has soared to new heights because he hasn't played in three months. But it's got to so be. Nobody's... It's got to be kind of nice. I mean, think about it. I'm not trying to mock him here, but if you're him and you go out and derail three playoff games with your petulant behavior and your dumb mm-hmm. fouls, and, yes. and you're mysteriously just out for like three and a half months with a calf injury, and no one really, outside of maybe a couple you know, people here and there, maybe our show or whatever, like yeah. you don't really get that much heat for any of it. No, no. one's really probing, so you can kind no, of just get lay a, low. If, if, the first time he gets off the bench and comes into a game, if it's at a home, they're going to be a roaring ovation from 17,000 people. By the way, your guy Tibbs, the Knicks have won nine straight games. Nine in a row. They're now the I five said, seed in the Eastern Conference, 12 games over 500. And the Cavs, unfortunately for them, if it stays the same, they'll have to play the Cavs in the first round, and the Cavs are good. So uh, it would be uh, it would be tough for them, but... Uh, did you see the one they pulled out with Julius Randle? Yeah. Uh, against at Miami, mm-hmm. he's getting the ball's bouncing around. He's getting double teamed over there. He's on the sideline. He goes up and throws up this three. Whoosh! Yes. And Tibbs, there was a big wild ass celebration on the sideline, and Tibbs got knocked down in joy. <laughs> I missed that part. <laughs> it was great. He, he, great, he looks they, about 10 years younger than he did with the Timberwolves. Yes, I don't know if he he's does. like dying but his they, beard but, or what he's doing. But the comb over has gotten even worse, man, because <laughs> there's like there's 14 strands of hair left now. <laughs> yeah, he should just give <laughs> shave it or go rug. Yeah, he does Tip not have rug. A, Tips with a rug would be outstanding. He does not. Yeah, that would be good. I'd love him with a rug. He does not have the head for the shape. He does not have the head for the. the, That would make the nose even more prominent. Uh, It would be a very. Because now you look at him and you don't say, boy, look at that beak. You say, look at that. Look at that terrible comb over. So uh, the beard helps a little bit now, though. He, mm-hmm. he grew. He but, grew the beard, and it looks. It actually distracts you a little bit more, I think, mm-hmm. from the uh, hair but, remaining on his head. But how, how about the way he's changed his cho- coaching style? 
from since he was here. They're scoring 130 points a game. They're taking 43s. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what modernized him. I must have saw something because weren't when he was here, they were basically shooting less threes than anybody in the league, right? Am I not wrong? They were pretty like close. Low yeah, twenties. Yeah, and they didn't. They, were yeah. shooting they low didn't have 20s. the personnel either, but yeah. No, he did, but uh, I mean, it, it, it was that. Uh, it, of course, his problem here was he was considered a defensive specialist, and they played terrible defense, which <laughs> which uh, which is a problem. And but maybe because you have terrible defensive players, I, I don't know. Hey, I didn't know that uh, our guy Jaden McDaniels has a brother, Jalen, who just got traded to the uh, 76ers, and he got 20 points the other night, and they're going to be playing against each other tonight. That'll be interesting. Now, we're still looking for a nickname. You know, people are trying to figure out what is Jaden McDaniels. He's one of the best defensive players in the league. Mm-hmm. And I heard uh, Jim Pete and Michael Grady trying to figure out what what should we call him. So if you have any ideas for, for nicknames, someone suggested uh, – because Kevin Durant has rejected the Slim Reaper nickname, that it's 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 available. It's like a web it's like a website you domain gotta, that you can just go and buy. You know, you gotta score more than this than this kid though to be the Slim Slim Reaper, don't you? Yeah, he's. I mean, he has a good night once in a while and gets twenty twenty one. But he, I mean, he's a really good asset on the team because he guards people and he, you know, he can make a shot. But uh, I don't think he's up to the Slim Reaper standard. Yeah, I like I, I like Jaden McDefense. I saw that on our YouTube channel. <laughs> That's not bad. Jaden or just bad. McDefense, maybe we just get rid of the first uh, name. Yeah, I'm big on I'm big on like first names. Jaden, you know that's good enough for me. I don't need some goofy. You don't need the nickname. Not not you know. Now I'm the guy that gave Rodney Caruso or Rodney yeah. and stuff like that. And Carl so Willis. I, yeah, the big train. I gave him the big train. Yeah. He still, uh, he still uh, is very happy about that. He says that you know it really vaulted his career, made people talk about something outside of his spitball. <laughs> oh, nothing wrong with that. He's a great character, by the way. And did a fine job with the tribe last year as their uh, pitching coach, right? Yes. So, yeah, I mean it's. Uh, and meanwhile, our hockey team is just rolling along. And I got a is Ryan. I got a. I had this thought today a question i don't know is ryan reeves still playing yeah fourth he's line still on still mm-hmm. on the fourth line been scratched once since he got here so what's he played 10 minutes yeah just fourth it's, line it's yeah 10 minutes Not 10. 10. he hasn't there hasn't been much goonery from him has there no because guys won't for for the most part fight him i think he's been in two fights since he got here one was spontaneous and one was against an islander who is about his size he's like like and, patrick swayze in roadhouse he just uh yeah and then his presence alone is <laughs> in well, calgary who's he, who's he skating with then a doer and mason shaw so he just wanted that line to go out there and not get scored on right and then go back to the bench uh Yes. 40 seconds 40 seconds later is that right okay yes yes so, that doesn't sound um, like a that doesn't sound like a line that's going to get a lot of duty when you get in the playoffs so and patrick you, you the, get in the third period of a one goal game we might not see that line in the playoffs is that what you're telling me yes the more important qu- question is this in 2003 as i recall being on the beat with you you went to every game that the wild played yes. are you are you prepared for a repeat of 2003 watching shutdown hockey uh, uh, with bad deadlines i believe i counted it up i did 66 columns because you had to do all the earlies in 49 days or something like that on hockey which 
topped my lifetime total. <laughs> you know, for, uh, but it was fun. It was great with Jock. I don't know if it'll be as much fun. It would be as much fun with Emerson, but it was great with Jock because uh, every day he would be so creative in telling you nothing. <laughs> it was it was wonderful. But he was a uh, he was hilarious, uh, just a hilarious guy. And of course, he had. And you know what? This guy's going to have Emerson the same as is Jacques the goalie controversy not telling us who's going to play goal? Jacques had, a, had, Jacques had two goalies, and he had a great time never telling us. Yeah. And then sometimes they'd try to act and practice like, you know, they usually practice the what the guy that's still out on the ice is the one that's not going to play, right? The guy that's taking the extra yeah. shots at the end or the guys at the one end of the ice. There's it, you can tell in practice, but Jock didn't even want to give us that hint. He would he would mix that up so you wouldn't be sure who was going to play goalie that night. So that we have we we got that, and that's a big deal in the Twitter age. It's a big deal. Who can tweet out first who's going to be in the goal tonight? From what they saw in <laughs> the, practice, right? the best Jock was of of that entire thing. I thought the best thing was at a press conference. I think it was when they were in the second round. Um, about halfway through at home. And I love this. Jacques would sequester the players in a hotel for home games. Yes. And somebody said, you know what? Why? You know, you're at home, blah, blah, blah. And he says, because if these players are at home, the wife says, got to take out the garbage. The baby (laughs) poops. You got to change the diaper. I don't want any of that. (laughs) Mine with it was, I mentioned many times, was one day I finally, it's, the third series probably we're playing and it's been 35 days. Of what is all this nonsense about not telling us who's going to play? What, what is all this silliness about no information? He says, no information. I give you too much information. He says, I always repeat that. I give you too much information. He was, was fun. He was, yeah, it was fun. It was great. I remember him. I remember being on a plane coming home uh, from uh, Vancouver when we uh, knew we were going to go back there and lining up, uh, being on the cell phone on the plane, lining up $1,300 flights from to Vancouver. And stuff. That was back in the day when the uh, newspapers were still printing money back then. But, Meanwhile, uh, I, saw, I saw Chris Hine uh, on the road after the L.A. Lakers game on Friday night. He tweeted out late that night, said, sorry, everyone. I won't be at the Kings game. Couldn't find a flight for under $700 or something. <laughs> yeah, right. And someone, yeah, someone's well, like, doesn't the newspaper pay for your travel? He goes, yes, but within reason, Sacramento's and a tough the, one. Oh, and, the, and the other point of it is, West, with the modern deadlines they have now, uh, you know, you're writing for online. You know, that, that didn't, that neither of those games on the West Coast got in the Sunday paper. You know, right? So, mm-hmm. Didn't do we have two Saturday night or most so Friday? Or Monday we had a paper, Friday night and a Saturday night. Yeah, yeah. Now, whatever the deadlines were. Yeah, they, and the Flames. Game they uh, they moved their deadlines up a half hour uh, due to the pandemic, and uh, they told the editors that they would go back when the pandemic was over. And I said, gentlemen, I have been in the newspaper business since night. 1968 in the Twin Cities, and nobody has ever taken away deadline time and gave any of it back. <laughs> that doesn't, once they get it, 
they don't give it back to you. So <laughs> that's and that's that's the case. So yeah. anyway, the the funny thing is, I, I don't understand that. But this is inside newspaper, but we're printing so many less newspapers than we used to. Why do we have the early deadlines? Uh, you know. What do I got to do with We should do nothing. a roundtable and fix the media, the, the media yes. industries one by one. Okay. For mm-hmm. for newspapers, you guys get for TV. How about we don't, we don't mm-hmm. tease. Well, coming up next, we're going to tell you if the, uh, if the wolves hung on in Los Angeles tonight, stick around. Yes. Yeah. We already yeah. know. We tell know. us now. Yeah. Tell us now. Okay. Hey, by the way, right here yesterday on uh, score North, our St. Thomas Tommies fought yeah. mightily against Oral Roberts, lost only by five. They had a lead. I watched the whole game. They had a lead late, like with maybe six minutes left, and then Oral Roberts has this seven foot five praying mantis that just yeah, that's right. these poor St. Thomas yeah. kids are all my height, just trying to run around and find a layup somewhere. <laughs> they didn't. Uh, they didn't lose a game in the league this year. I don't think. No, I think they're undefeated. Unbeaten in the league, and I think and, they uh, went. They went to the was it the Sweet Sixteen? Couple years. They have like three ago, or four starters left from their Sweet Sixteen run. A couple really? Years yeah. Well, you know, and uh, the good news for them is if somebody gets hurt, they got they still got Oral's relatives can come in and heal them. That's the way that they used to work. <laughs> My old man, Oral healed people. You know, that was he was one of the guys that uh, big. TV shows were big in the 60s, the oral show, and at the end, he'd come up, and if he had a bad problem, they'd, he'd put his hands on you and heal him. My old man thought that was the funniest show on TV. He never missed it. He loved it. He'd, he'd come up to you and go, heal, heal. Well, if, if Carl Anthony Towns doesn't come back in about 10 yeah, days right. from that calf yeah, injury, right. we've... Yeah, Oral's got to have a grandson somewhere that could put hands on. He's going to play. How many games are they home for? Just like is right now? A, is this a home two. stand? It's two, it's right? Two. Okay. Brooklyn yeah. on Friday, and, and then they're back on the road. Mm, okay, maybe next time. <laughs> maybe next time they're home. I don't think they only have five home games left, don't they? Let's get to write that down from Pat. Yeah, the Badgers yeah. screwed I'm going to write it down that he will return to the lineup in the next four games. Okay, All so right. Philadelphia, Brooklyn at home, Atlanta on the road, Boston at home. Those are your next mm, four. At Boston. He will return by the Boston game here at the Lakers. Because you're going to lose that at game probably anyways, right? So you might as well yeah. try and work him <laughs> in and see what happens. Celtics are struggling right now. Celtics uh, uh, having some problems. Yes, they have uh, lost the triple-double overtime to Tibbs, and then they lost to Cleveland, and then they, they, they blew a 14-point lead against somebody last night. I can't remember. Cleveland. Cleveland was Cleveland. last night, yeah. Cleveland's good, man. Woo. That's uh you know JB Bickerstaff has uh got himself a hell of a good ball club. He's a, he's really a great kid. He was not kid anymore, but uh you know he was a, kind of a gopher bench warmer. Do you guys know him at all? Do you meet him filling up? I never met him. I just I remember watching him with the high socks when he was uh Yeah, he was a you know I don't know even know if he started much, but uh, he's a smart smart kid and uh he's he's, he's had about three jobs and he's they did him a big favor when they went and got Donovan Mitchell. I'll tell you that. And that backcourt, him and Garland, are fantastic. It's a really good backcourt. Yep. Uh, for instance, it's a better backcourt than the Gophers had. Just hey, a when, they, when, when do our Gophers debut? Uh, tomorrow, right? In, uh, they play uh, Nebraska tomorrow. Which, right? 
Big Ten tournament. Oh, and then, the, oh, in the Big Ten tournament. Big Ten. Yeah, yeah. yeah first game. I was like, oh. Sure. oh and season. then they'll be done, thankfully. Yeah. yeah. Well, we can check out of the hotel beforehand. <laughs> 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 yeah. Put your yeah. luggage in the bus. We're going home save, anyway. Save some money. <laughs> save some money. All, All right. right. All right, Pat. We'll uh, talk to what you. Else? Uh, hey, uh, Joey Gallo piece today in the Star Tribune is Joey. What's with Joey? Joey's getting some singles. I don't know what's going on here. Well, the, Joey was three for three the other day. They are, they, are move, yep. they are moving an outfielder as predicted over to where the third baseman yes. would be. But that leaves one outfielder between mm-hmm. like right center to the left field foul pole. So if you can just hit five yes. balls to anywhere basically over the center fielder's I, I was telling Judd they aren't going to ban that because they want it. They want something novel like that to attract people's attention, right? They like the fact that left field is going to be wide open and people will say, hey, did you see that? You know, they didn't have a left fielder. So yeah. anything that makes you mildly curious about baseball, they're in favor of right now. Yep, yep, yep. And one more thing, our loons Saturday night home game could be 12 inches of snow. Look out. Gear up. Look out. They've done it before. Wow. They've done yes, it before. We'll we'll freeze the opponent again. They'll Bring all end up in the hospital, and we'll have the W. <laughs> Bring on Honduras. Come on, let's go. All right. See you, Pat. All right, Roycey uh, Unchained. Score North YouTube channel and the Roycey Unchained podcast feed.